How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about finding the sweet spot for anxiety. And to some people, this might sound kind of weird, like we're painting anxiety in a positive light. And in a way, we are, because there is a healthy level of anxiety that we can experience. It's when a person has excessive anxiety getting in the way of doing things that are important in our life, where it becomes destructive for us. Now, a perfect example of the different levels of anxiety can be with, let's say, test taking. We've all had to take a test in school before, whether it was middle school, high school, college, you name it. And depending on your relationship with school, you might have a very different relationship with hearing that a test is going to come up. One person might not have any anxiety about it at all. They practically forget that it's coming up. They don't study as a result, and then they fail their test. Another person, who seems to be a perfectionist when it comes to schoolwork, worries excessively about the test. If I don't get an A on this, my parents are going to be very upset with me. If I don't do well, I won't be able to graduate or go to graduate school, the one that I want to go to. And all of this outer noise begins to consume our minds. And the only thing that we can focus on is the worry itself. You may have been in this position before with other things where the constant worry is the only roadblock with the goal you're trying to achieve, not the actual difficulty of the goal. Now, when you're studying, you're tripping about how you're doomed for the test instead of actually studying. And your focus gets to that point where it's only on the problem not the solution. And then you fail the test or do poorly on the test. And then you start wondering why you didn't get a good grade because you devoted time to studying. But what you really were doing was devoting time to worrying, which disguised itself as studying. So we've seen the two extremes to these situations where there's an excessive anxiety and then there's too little anxiety. Now, let's look at this from the perfect amount of anxiety. This is that person that is told there's a test coming up. They put it in their calendar and realize, oh, I have a test coming up. I need to study. And then they begin making a study guide and getting the information down. And they have a solution-focused mentality and a healthy dose of anxiety. You aren't constantly panicking because you allowed yourself to feel that little dose of anxiety and started studying earlier because you felt that. But... You didn't feel that excessive anxiety because you kept yourself focused on the information, not the potential doom that might present itself if you failed. And by having the sweet spot of anxiety, you were able to follow through and get an A on the test. I've noticed that the most stressed out that I've ever been in school was when I waited to the last minute to study. Because my lack of anxiety that I chose to feel when hearing about the test resulted in the other extreme of anxiety revealing itself later on because time was no longer on my side. And that's what I've noticed. When I've felt less anxiety than I should for something, it's usually met with more anxiety at the end to make up for the lack of it that I had in the beginning. And that's what procrastinating is to me. So I think it's important to realize that sometimes anxiety is beneficial for you. It's sometimes natural to feel that anxiety. Our physiology is programmed to feel that way because of the fight or flight response. There's no longer that external threat, but we still feel it because our minds are programmed to feel that way. So something that I've started to do now, which has allowed me to develop a better relationship with my anxiety, is ask myself, am I operating at a tier one, tier two, 
or tier three level anxiety. Just so you know, I made up these names for me. These aren't actual names for anxiety stages, but it helps me as a guide. Tier one is that place where I haven't devoted much attention at all to this task or things that need to get done and haven't realized the importance. I'm operating from low anxiety. Tier two is the optimal place for me to be acting in where I have enough anxiety to act, but I'm also remaining neutral in my approach throughout the process. And that leads me into my third tier, tier three. And I honestly think this is where most of us develop the negative perception and relationship with anxiety because this is the place where we are excessively worrying about something to the point where it's affecting the things we get done for ourselves and we're less efficient. So when I remind myself of these tiers, I'm constantly reminding myself that not all anxiety is bad. And I've begun to associate the word with almost like a sense of arousal of getting up and doing something and varying healthy or unhealthy degrees of doing that. And there are constantly different things that are pushing us towards, as I call it, tier one, tier two, or tier three anxiety. And you can call it whatever you want. There are always temptations to watch that TV or to swipe through Instagram or to sit in bed all day and do nothing. You aren't producing any type of anxiety the type that's allowing you to grow. Or maybe the news, negative relationships, negative work environment are pushing you towards that tier three anxiety. This is the place where you're feeling too much of it, too much negativity where you aren't seeing yourself in your best place. And then there's those things such as going to college, traveling abroad, starting a family, that would be in the unknown. And a lot of these actions are encouraged and popularized in culture, which are definitely beneficial towards you because you're entering a place of the unknown and that's where you grow. And it'll create a sort of uncertainty for you in your endeavors, but it's fun. And it's just enough where you're able to handle this type of anxiety and see yourself doing things that you never thought you would be able to do. So, we are faced with factors that will impact the different tiers of anxiety every single day. And it's up to us to learn how to filter in or filter out those that are beneficial to us. For me, I've become more cognizant and aware of myself by asking what tier am I operating from and how do I get closer to a tier two so I'm challenging myself, but I'm not too scared to the point where I can't get anything done. And maybe this system will work for you, but maybe it won't at all. So being able to understand who you are and the types of things that can allow you to reach that sweet spot can give you the greatest amount of joy in your life. Emphasize your life, not mine, not anyone else's, but your life. So I hope you enjoyed today's talk. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me at 19 year old shrink podcast and WJG23, my personal page, but I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, everyone, and take care.